0: During the pandemic, I thought I would try my hand at songwriting, so I wrote a song about tortillas. Actually, it's more of a rap. Welcome to Across the Table, the podcast of Hannibal the Magician. Rebuilding and rebuilding and everything that was old is new again. Well, welcome back. Um, 440 some odd days in lockdown And the light at the end of the tunnel is drawing near uh, I have gotten both vaccinations And waited the, uh, the appropriate amount of time afterward And I am, uh, according to the latest rules of the CDC Free and clear to go anywhere that I wish to go Masked or unmasked um, For my own part, I intend to keep uh, Keep wearing a mask out of the deference for other people um, for numerous reasons, and I'll examine those as I live my life and go forward. But uh, it is my own preference of, uh, uh, you know, never really caught a cold this year. Um, you, of course, I was mostly isolated, but still, even in the times that I did go out and all the things that I've learned, um, eh, that's what I'll probably be doing. Not what I came to talk about. Uh, a lot of stuff I want to get off my chest, a lot of things I want to put into your ear. Uh, and it kind of the, the purpose of everything kind of starts with Jackson Brown. Um, I like the music of Jackson Brown. I always have since I was a kid, um, really liked his point of view, really liked his way of saying things. One of my favorite songs of all time is called Rebel Jesus and if you haven't uh, have not if you're not familiar with that particular tune, I would recommend you. Uh, go to your, your favorite uh, musical outlet and take a listen. It's, uh, take, then take a listen again, because it's got some some pretty deep stuff going on on there. Rebel Jesus by Jackson Brown. I want to learn to play that song. Did I tell you I'm teaching myself uh, the mountain dulcimer and a two-string bass? I had, uh, had those instruments. Uh, a friend of mine made those for me, and I uh, spent a little bit of time... A very little bit of time, to be really honest with you, uh, during isolation, learning the basics of learning how to play those. And I'm actually starting to hear music in there among the notes. But um, while I love Jackson Brown and while I really admire uh, his dedication and his artistry and the things that he did, uh, the worst concert I ever went to was a Jackson Brown concert. Um, my My former wife uh, Don really, really liked his music. And I think it was, uh, it was for some occasion or maybe no occasion. Uh, I bought us tickets to go and see him. He came to Charlotte and was going to give an evening of music. So I bought us tickets to go and see him. And, um, it, it, it was, uh, it was kind of awful. Um, he, uh, there were, there were dozens of guitars all over the stage. He kind of wandered back and forth, uh, Kind of, kind of chatting with the audience uh, about his history, but not, not in any terribly coherent way. And then he would spot a guitar and go, "Oh yeah, I wrote a song on this one," and it goes like this. And he would play. Generally, he'd play all of the song, um, and and that was that was that was nice. But it it didn't come across with any kind of energy, or it seemed any interest on his part uh, while he was on stage. Um, and for a while, I thought, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe he's just not playing the particular songs I, I came to hear. And so maybe I'm just not interested. And my mind started to wander as as it does. Um, but then uh, then during the intermission, a great number of people uh, left and didn't come back. So the the second part of the show kind of opened up to, I'm going to, conservatively say about half of the number of people that he started out with so uh, it, it, it wasn't perhaps just me now of course we stayed um, Don didn't seem to be having much of a good time but that apparently wasn't because of the music uh, which I found out later but um, he had some guests come out and and play a little bit with him and um, and and did honestly did one or two that I thought that, that I knew and and, and and that I liked but but very little energy, just very, and like I said, very little interest. It was almost like, well, I'm contractually obligated to be here and fill up this much time, and I'm going to, you know, I'll play the things that I like to play, but I'm certainly not playing for the audience. wasn't, I guess what I'm trying to say is, while he certainly was dedicated to his music, and he certainly did play well, uh, he didn't, in my opinion, he did not put on a good show. Anyway, um, as we were leaving the venue... um, Dawn was kind of uh was kind of steaming was kind of upset and it's, it was always really easy to know when she wasn't happy with something so um I, I you know I asked I'm like what's upsetting you what's uh was it you know was I I didn't think the concert was great either and you know kind of bummed that we felt like I felt like we wasted our time a little bit um but then um but she turned on me and was like you were spending the entire concert, um, eyeing this other woman, just just oogling uh, this 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 other woman who was sitting uh, kind of in front of us, and I was completely taken aback, completely flabbergasted because I had no idea of uh, of who she was talking about, let alone what. And I I'm like, no, I was I I, I was just bored and kind of kind of. Spacing out for a little bit. I wasn't really staring at anyone, and she she was adamant that I had spent the entire night, um, just staring at this this other woman and completely embarrassing her. And uh, you know, sadly, I can't prove where my mind was, but but that wasn't it, and and very unfortunately, that's that's the take I have on a, an evening with Jackson Brown. Um, this was this was really kind of towards the end. Um, where um I, I I was under suspicion for a lot of things, um, but but in that particular case, um, I was innocent on that one. anyway, um the other night, I was sitting here uh, in my little space, and kind of kind of following different wormholes around the YouTube universe, and um one video led into another, and then it led into. Jackson Brown Performing The Pretender uh, Acoustically on just a piano And um, And Jackson was old I mean, the last time I saw him Couldn't have been more than Oh, well, maybe six years ago I guess was when that concert happened But uh, I was immediately struck With just how, how very aged he looked The last time I saw him He didn't look that way at all He looked like a a slightly more mature version of himself from the '70s which was what my take on it was, but um, but uh, short hair and and gray and and lots of weathered lines on his face. Not you know not not decrepit old. He's certainly very still a very striking, uh, handsome figure. But uh, it was just galvanizing for a moment how how aged he appears to be. Great strong voice, great talent in his hands still, did a great version of the song, which, you know, the the pretender has a lot of, uh, has a lot of, um, meaning for me in particular, because, uh, that's how I feel I live my artistic life as well, is a, a pretender. I'm, I'm faking it, I'm a fraud, I, I do card tricks for living, and somehow I'm getting away with it, uh, for now. Um... But it just took me for a moment, and I watched him perform, and I watched him sing, and I had the same kind of feeling when I first saw um, how old Johnny Cash had gotten right before we lost him, because he always seemed to me to be a big, powerful, young, you know, ebon-haired warrior, and and then um, and then he was old, old, and and not quite beaten, but certainly uh, certainly a few swings had been taken at him, and that's how I saw Jackson Brown. And I turned off the television when it was over and just sat there a little while in the, in the kind of semi-dark and thought about that and thought about uh, Rebel Jesus and somebody's baby and lawyers in love and, and, and so on. And a peaceful, easy feeling and, and all the things, you know, all the, all the, the music from my youth and uh, the immortality that I had back then. And that feeling of the music is, you know, is, is the life and the blood that I'm that I'm coursing through. And art is, is there to be made and I've got a whole big future ahead of me. And that all came back into uh, the fact that this week, um, May of twenty twenty one, I became a grandfather. Uh, I'm 55 years old. Uh, my youngest daughter uh, delivered a nine-pound, 15-ounce, 21-inch baby boy. Big fella, big beautiful fella. From the uh, from the pictures that I've seen, I mean, just uh, just an amazing, amazing little big human being, and uh, I'm very proud of that. At 55. Uh, and, and she and her husband are, are, are overjoyed And mama and baby are both really healthy And, and, uh, and everything is good and, and life finds the beauty in it And it moves on And it goes forward And uh, his name is Walter Thomas After, uh, after his grandfathers And they're going to call him Wally um, Which I think is adorable and, and amazing and reminds me of Vacation and Wally World, but that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, my baby has a baby. And uh, she didn't, um, uh, I knew she was expecting, We she sent me a, uh, she sent me a card around Christmas time. Uh, you know, there was a birth announcement that you sent out to, to everybody, friends and family and everything. And she, uh, she sent me one uh, without... Without signing it or, or writing anything on it But she let me know And that's awesome um, But she didn't tell me uh, When he was born And he was born last Saturday And I found out about it um, Later um, And then not at all Even yet from her uh, She hasn't uh, She hasn't gotten in touch to let me know And of course, you know, I'm I'm well aware that's not her duty uh, to say anything or to or to make me aware or to contact me. It really isn't. It's not her responsibility to uh, to let me know. And uh, this event is not in any way, not in any way, uh, about me and my hurt feelings or my uh, my feelings of loss or isolation. It has zero to do with that. This is a a wonderful, happy, joyous event where this young man has been born into this world to great parents, to to a a wonderful future, you know, lots of potential and all kinds of great magic happening in his life. But sitting here right now, and and given all the uh, events of the week that have happened, I wonder whether or not I'm going to get to be a part of it. Um, she's very, she's still very angry with me, um, about the circumstances that happened, uh, that caused, uh, the split of the, the split of the family, the way she puts it. Uh, I'm in, in my own slight defense, I will say that all of the children were grown when Don and I split up and the, uh, the trouble that happened between us was simply between us. It had nothing to do uh, with the children, and I love them all as dearly or more so than I ever have. Um, but some of them have decided that I'm um, the bad guy. And uh, that has led to uh, to this kind of situation where she doesn't feel the need or the desire or any kind of responsibility to let me know about the joyous things that happen in her life. And I guess for right now, I'm going to have to live with that. It's her choice. It's her life. It's her family. And I guess perhaps she feels that I don't belong in any of those categories right now. I'm not here for a pity party. I'm, I'm here to let my feelings be known and you can take them or leave them or judge me for them in any way you see fit. But I, uh, I have a grandson that I I may not ever get to meet, and in a very deep, uh, very deep spiritual um, core way, uh, it hurts like uh, like nothing else, um, and that is mine to deal with. I uh, I was presented with choices. You know, we're, well, we're all presented with choices every single day. And I, um, when when I made my choice, I made the best that I thought I could. And, and, I, and I, I regret that my choice has hurt people outside of, you know, it was between me and, and her, you know, it was between me and my wife. And we were both getting hurt. In, in different ways, and the fact that it's spread out from there is the thing I regret. Um, I made the choice that I made, and it was the right, it was the right choice for me to make. Uh, and, and I told myself at the time, I will face the consequences of this, and I do. Um, but some of the consequences are much more harsh than others. And, uh, and there you have it. There it is. So, uh, a very welcome to this world, to uh, to Walter Thomas. And uh, should the occasion ever arise that you have need, or you need me, um, I'll be around. I will. Uh, hmm. I'll read you stories and tell you stories and. Give you my perspective on things and teach you the things that I know if I give if I'm given the opportunity. I'll even play you Jackson Brown music. Cause he writes some damn fine music. Talk soon. I hope there's love where you are.
1: may not know exactly where this road is taking me but I know that I'm exactly right where I'm supposed to be The journey is long Full of joy and pain But as long as you smile Stand in the rain. I've got no. show sure.
0: Not longer, but
1: I'm having an old friend for dinner.